and welcome to the Sportsbet AFL podcast for 2018, brought to you, of course, by Sportsbet and the 24-up promo. If your side gets up by 24 points, we will pay you out then and there. It doesn't matter if they go on to lose. Now, we've cut some dead weight. We've got some fresh blood, a new name. We have got it all. Now, my name is Hummer, and thankfully, I'm flanked by two gentlemen with far bigger names, far more AFL credibility than myself. 219 games, two-time All-Australian, zero-time Premiership player. <laughs> if you want to know how good he is, you just have to ask him, Nathan Brown. <laughs> Excited to be here, Hummer. I can't believe that I am not the host. Host of this podcast, but uh, the man sitting with us, I played with for a long time, and I'm going to tell you a story about him after you introduce him. Yes, well, as you said, uh, we've had the same amount of AFL premierships, Brownie, but don't worry, because we are joined by a man who has got enough for all of us. I speak none other than Western Bulldogs and Hawthorne superstar, Brian Lake. Thank you very much, guys. It is a pleasure. Yes, played with Brownie for a few years. Wasn't great times at the Dogs, it's fair to say, down at that stage. And Brownie was just the number one down at that football club for that period of time. It's fair to say we both turned into mercenaries. Like, <laughs> I left the Bulldogs at, at a time where we were going no good, and obviously I got paid better to do that. Brian <laughs> left the Bulldogs better. at a very similar time. They were going no good. He was going no good. He couldn't get out in the park. And, and went to Hawthorne. I went to Richmond to win premierships, and he – Rubbed with this little genie bottle and out popped Alistair Clarks and just handed out premierships. He rubbed this little genie bottle again, out popped Burgoyne, <laughs> then out popped McAvoy, then out popped Gunston, and all these players just kept appearing. Every time I rubbed that genie bottle, I got Richard Tambling or I got Danny Meyer or I got these blokes that didn't really do any good. And that's that's about the yeah, tour story of it. It yeah. is fair to say, polar opposite, isn't it? You went, you left for more money and a lot more money. I left the football club. For less money. Yes, you had no success. I had a little bit of success. That's, we're on here together and we're going to produce a good show. Just a little bit. So you uh, ended up with three premierships and a norm. You've ended up with a broken leg. <laughs> <laughs> That's very you've good. Lined, you, you've, you've, you've lined your pockets. So before we get into round one, very exciting, starting Thursday night, we've, we do have to have a look at our premiership odds, don't we? Because we've got Adelaide's favourites at $6, Sydney also at $6. Is that, where, is, that where, is that where you'd be putting your money for the premiership? I think Richmond deserve to start outright favourites, particularly after the JLT. But when we opened the markets, they were fifth on the line of betting. They've come into $7, Richmond, on the back of their JLT series. But I, look, I, I see them being the, the hardest to beat. GWS probably just about equal favouritism for me, but the two best backs have been Essendon and Melbourne. $14 you're getting for the Bombers? 26 at the end of the season last year. Uh, big news around the Bombers. I think they might be still one midfielder short, Bryzer, but uh, I reckon the Bombers can give it a good shake if they get some momentum. They are playing a different way in this uh, JLT series as well, where everyone's looking for that forward half pressure. They're probably trying to score more from their half back line. So let's just see how that plays out. I Did you like- play with Jake Stringer? I did not play for, with Jake Stringer, luckily. I heard, uh, me and he would have gone off like a house on fire. What did you think oh. of his tattoo when he got to the new club, yeah. had the big tattoo oh. on the guts um, and then the blonde top on rings? Well, I probably needed to do something like that as well because what it does is it just takes that focus off that fat area, which is your, 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 your mid-region. <laughs> he looks so, like he's overweight a little bit for me. He is plump, and that's what I think what – Bevo didn't like was his professionalism. If that's drinking or probably having a chicken palmer when he maybe should have a, a salad. Well, it it sounds just like really a few extra, from, no, extra curricular ones too. <laughs> 
All right, and Brownlow as well before we get cracking. Dusty Martin, five bucks. That's as almost as short as you're going to see someone at this before a game's played. You've got Dangerfield at five bucks as well. And Natty Fife, who's he, he, what did he play two games in the JLT? And he's, he's just up and about mm. seven bucks. Is he, is there anyone outside that top three that you'd be looking at? I mean, it's, it's pretty, he's pretty open, isn't it? At the start yeah, of the Kelly from GWS, I think, can get a lot of votes this year. Mm. Don't forget Joel Selwood. He votes, he votes mm. really well. And all of a sudden, he's got two superstars who probably are top billing ahead of him. He was 51s with us into 23. So don't forget Joel Selwood when you're having a crack at your brown lows. That's where it's very hard, isn't it? If you win in 15 games, you've got three premium midfielders there, which are going to be taking mm. some votes off each other. How does that play out? As you said, Josh Kelly, $12. But Tom Mitchell, if Hawks can win that 12 to 13 games play finals, he's at $14 at the moment. Can the Hawks win 12 or 13 though? Well, that's the question, isn't it? It's, mm. they're, they're looking okay in this preseason. Yago Mira, very important for him to get up and going. Uh, but they're, they're forward line. They're just so dangerous. You've got Jake Gunson's playing his 150th very shortly. They're a, they're a side where you just – the unknown really still. There's eight sides, I reckon, going for the bottom three spots in the eight because I think Richmond and Adelaide make it again as last year. I think Sydney and GWS are locks. And I think Geelong, um, with those three superstars, should make it. So there's five. So then you've got at least eight teams going for uh, 6th, 7th and 8th. Everybody thinks Essendon's going to make it. Everyone's talking up Melbourne. Everyone thinks Port Adelaide's going to make it. Then you're talking about Hawthorne, St Kilda, the Western Bulldogs won it two years ago. So that is going to be the most even season you're ever going to see. And get, it gets underway Thursday, as always, Richmond versus Carlton at the MCG. 7.25, that kicks off. The Blues aren't a chance, are they? I don't think so. I think the Blues are going to be better than what people think. I think uh, the, the way that they set up their footy club, they've got a full ground press going at the moment. They've worked on their defence, and I think the Blues are going to be a lot better. They come up against a cherry ripe Richmond, and I think Richmond should get the job done comfortably in the first game. Uh, but don't read into Carlton's performance in this one for the rest of their season. I think they're going to beat a lot of sides this year, Ooh. Carlton. Yeah, their focus since Brendan Bolton's come in to take over is defence first. But now this is a stage where they've had that development for 12, 18 months, where now they've got to flick that switch and able to use a little bit more offence. Have they got the firepower? Bryce Gibbs losing him, very crucial. Uh, such an important player last year, mm. uh, All-Australian or near on All-Australian last year. Big loss for them. But I just don't see it. You look at their result last year, uh, Richmond getting them by 43 points. I think it's going to be something similar this week. Spoke to Juddy about Paddy Dow. Said he's never seen a better player come into Rich, uh, Carlton since he's been there. Um, yeah. And that's that's a big rap. I saw Brendan Bolton at the Carnegie Pool the other day. He's okay. only a little man, Brendan Bolton, he's, but no, he's quite, shorter, quite he's large around really the chest area. And okay. uh, big package. He had the little dick stickers on. Oh, okay. But, uh, he jumped out of the pool <laughs> and I thought, oh, oh, look at this man. <laughs> and it was uh, Bolton. He's a ripping fella to have a chat to. Um, just spoke about Carlton. Spoke. And he was... Uh, he was I guess at a spot where he knows that they're around the mark of making the eight, but a lot of things have got to go right for him, he said. What are you doing down at the pool? Are you, what, are you doing a lap? Yeah. Uh, no, just with the kids, just uh, the Carnegie Pool. It's a ripping pool. If anyone lives in that area, the Carnegie is Pool. It, is that like the wave pool there? No, it's oh. a 70s type pool. So you've got a big grass hill. You've got the 50 metre pool, a couple of baby pools off to the right. Um, it's one of the great pools of all time. Oh. Well, that's your local. My local's are the Milton Waves. It's probably something you don't want to go there to. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Because you've heard of out the back. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you having a punt? Are you going to have a bet on the opening game? I will be. I'll be taking Richmond at the line. Um, 29 and a half is the line at the moment, so yep. I'll be taking that. That will get you a dollar ninety. Brian, are you having a... 
Uh, as I said before, them getting done by 43 points last year, Carlton, I think it's going to be something similar. So for me, I'll be looking, eighteen is a little bit too short for me to take, but that over 40 plus points, I think that's the, the market I'm going to be going for. What we should say is we're here to make people money. We yeah, are correct. here to punt, and this is a punting podcast, and we want people to make money because we are going to bet on these things we're talking yep. about, and we want to make money. We're going to keep a tally throughout the year to see how we're going, and hopefully people jump on board with us. Yeah, that's very important. We I'm going to be, make sure you hold you guys accountable with your bets. So each week we come out because we're going to be here every week throughout the AFL season. We're going to have a running tally just to see how you guys just, are going. That's what I just said. Are we said, digging into it? our own pocket with this? Or? I think you might have to, Brian. Did I just well, <laughs> you, it, don't repeat it, what it, I say. It backs what you uh, – it, it depends on what you're going to uh, – if you want to collect the winnings, it's your own cash. I was just going to say, the car parking out the front is very expensive. So yeah. to put then bets on, I don't know if we can do this. I think you might be able to expense the car parks. Hey, I'll, Friday <laughs> I night – you'll be having a car parking ticket. <laughs> I don't think there's any parking out the front, is it? No, no. They'll just – when you get a uh, work <laughs> car and you've got a stick on the back, you just go loading zones. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully, guys, Is that true? This... I've always heard that. If you've got courier slapped on the side of your car. Yeah, yeah. Just all you have to do is just invest in a little magnet. A little yeah. magnet saying courier on the side of your car, bang, slap it on when you need the Remember car. Remember a called Shane Burst that played with us? I do. When he Remember first came down to the club, he had this horrendous car down from Bansdale, was he, or Sale? Sale, I think. And he Ooh. heard that, and he wrote in Artline, an Artline 70 black text, that courier on the side of his car, and he started parking it wherever he wanted. But, there you go. So you're not, we're not just getting bidding tips, you're getting just some <laughs> life hacks. Just life If you want to take well. it a step further, just buy yourself a Toyota High Ace as well and just then yeah. you, can just, you can really put that anywhere. Hey, um, Friday night, I reckon this is the, the game of the round for me. I love when these two sides play each other because it's, it's guaranteed to be high scoring. Essendon versus Adelaide at Etihad Stadium. This one is going to be a little bit closer. Essendon, $2.10. Adelaide, $1.74. Brownie, where's your... Where's your money? Well, I've liked the Bombers preseason. I like the fact that the the players they've added, uh, McKenna off halfback, they haven't added him, but to put him with Saad, I think that running power, Devin Smith was terrific in that opening couple of games. I like him. I think Stringer mm-hmm. should play forward and a little bit off the back end. Um, and I like McGrath playing in the middle. What I will say about Adelaide right now is that they are not where Richmond are uh, with their time off. They've had a few injuries. They've lost some players. Richmond are well ahead of Adelaide at the same time. I think Adelaide will get going as the season goes on. But I expect Essendon to win this game. No Tex Walker. I think that Essendon match up well against them at Etihad Stadium. They'll be fast. And I think Essendon 1-39, $2.70 is just about my um, bet for that game. But there's always money to be made in the early markets in total points markets. Yes, I've heard you say this. This is a good tip. Early season, the traders don't know where to put the markets because they haven't seen any games. They don't know whether it's going to be really defensive, really attacking. But early in the season, there is big money to be made. And I think the total points in this game is 197. I'm going to go over that because I think they'll get over 200. So total points for the Bombers into merit having a dollar sixty-seven more than 30 possessions. That's the same game multi of 975. So oh. Essendon to win Line. into the total points over 197 into Zach Merritt having 30, $9.75 in a same game multi. There you go. That is Love delicious. the research there, Brandy, as well. Very impressive. Wish you did that in your uh, early well, days at the Bulldogs. You, <laughs> you cared that much about the... Uh, I wouldn't have shipped him off. Geez, I know. You, oh, you can't help when there's an extra couple of little zeros on the back. Very very good point. These these two sides, high scoring. Adelaide the most highest scoring side last year. So on a flat deck with the roof closed, you think it's going to be very fast moving. But we talk about the Crows. You, you lose a Taylor Walker, you lose a, a Jake Lever down back, you lose a Charlie Cameron, which is that high half forward that's able to provide some speed. So they do lose a bit. Mm-hmm. You bring in Gibbs, yes, 
But what's going to what's going to be big for them is that hurt that they had last year, the embarrassment that they thought they were a, a reasonably good show with a side like Richmond. You thought until finals time, like the Bulldogs the year before, come out firing. So they're going to be hurting, and a dollar seventy four for them the win. Very hard for me to go. Is it small margin, big margin? I'm not sure. But a dollar seventy four, I don't mind that for an Adelaide Crow side that. Were your runners up last year? I worry about their pace in the forward end because they're top heavy and Eddie Betts is electric, but they've lost Charlie Cameron. That's Don't huge. discount how good he was last year, Charlie Cameron. So they need to find someone to replace the sizzle with him because Eddie Betts will do what he did. But Josh Jenkins is slow, Tex Walker is slow, uh, Tommy Lynch, is slow. all great players, all going to get on the end of it. But where does their sharpness come from? There you go. So we've got Brownie with Essendon. Brian with Adelaide. I've gone with the uh, yeah, just to see. There you go. So let's see where the punters follow. Now, Brandy, today you were just, I just noticed you're a little bit hot under the collar, aren't you? You're a little bit angry, you're a little bit grumpy. And I need to ask why. Well, take very good interest in AFL. Now, Trent Cochin gets off his hit on Dylan Shield uh, and plays in a grand final. That was borderline. 50 50 whether Trent Cochin should have played in the grand final. I think the right decision was made. Um, he got to play in the grand final, as did Barry Hall a few years ago when he um, knocked out uh, Brent Staker and uh, played yep. in the grand final. He did the same. It wasn't the grand final. It was the, the one where he got Matty Maguire many years ago. Give him the old love yeah, tap. Yeah, him in the, in the yeah. guts. And I, I think things like that should be graded a bit lower when it's a preliminary final because you want your best players playing in the grand final. Let's talk about AFL women's for a minute. And the Ooh. fact that Katie Brennan might not be playing in the AFL Women's Grand Final is extraordinary. When you watch that vision, the fact that the players who she tackled had an arm out, had an arm free. So she didn't have the arms pinned. She didn't hit her head. She got straight back. I can't see how Michael Christian, and I've worked with Chris Oak, he's a terrific Ooh. fella, but he got this unbelievably wrong. How the hell he could give Weeks for that in an AFL Grand Final. Take aside the AFL Grand Final. If it was round two, she should be playing round three. And I'll tell you what else. Her legal counsel is not going to help her one iota. (laughs) Sam Norton, his argument, the fact that, you know, it's been pretty awful for the dogs because Bob Murphy missed out on their AFL Grand Final a couple of years ago. What sort of argument is that, Sam Norton? Where did you get your legal counsel from? I cannot believe that that is an argument he is going to roll with. I can't believe that Michael Christian is going to put Katie Brennan out of this Grand Final. She should be playing and it should be all the best players out there Bar none. Bang. Sold. Sammy Norton on notice. I tell you what, he, uh, you, you, I reckon you are right. That is, isn't that just a shit house argument? I mean, hey, imagine how much he was on. He would have been on the dial. They lawyers build to the minute. They mm-hmm. they make that much money. They build to the minute, and that's what that's all you come up with. But the dogs are already hurting. It seems it stinks of someone that was just rushed, maybe had half an hour notice, and just tried to put a defence in there. Oh. Luckily, I must admit, back in two thousand fourteen, when I. Got done for uh, trying to strangle uh, Drew Petrie. I didn't have him <laughs> representing me because I would have been suspended for two You've years. You've got to be a life fan. Hey, uh, we're getting the season off. I don't think he ever got over that, Drew, either, did no, he? No, no, The possum. <laughs> he was never the best player after that. <laughs> no, no, I, I sort of killed his career, I think. <laughs> oh. Hey, uh, I was good. It was a good day I was at that, uh, at that game. I was right there, actually. Uh, now, St Kilda Brisbane, we're not going to t- we don't want to spend too much time on this. It's, it's probably not the greatest game of the round. We but it's an important game because I think if St Kilda lose, hard to make top eight, and I know it's early, but it will be high scoring again, so over 194 and a half is high the line scoring. at the moment. Um, their last couple of games, 194, 261, and last year they played 
and their total was 183. But in that game, St Kilda kicked 14-23. He turned that round the other way, and it's 230. So I think the total points market for this game. There you go. See, I've gone the other way with that one. I think Saints, I don't like their firepower. You look at their forward line, I'm, I'm not too impressed with that. Their midfielders can kick uh, goals here and there. Uh, Jack Billings is very important for them. He's a type that can kick multiple goals. But for me, I, for the best bet, if you look at it, I wouldn't mind going that multi where you go under that score. So under, under cool. the 194. That's against me. Yeah, that is, well, for I'm second going time. polar opposites. Polar mate. opposites. That's what I'm, we're talking about. I want to go under that score. I don't think it's going to be high scoring. I think uh, Brisbane have been really focused on their defensive side of the game. You've got Luke Hodge coming into this side. I don't think they're going to leak as many scores as they did last year. Then you look at a Dane Beams. I think Dane Beams, 30 plus, port, uh, 30 plus disposals this week, which is about a dollar ninety odd. But then with the scores as well, I think it's going to be a closer game. So under uh, the Saints, under 39 points, which gives you a value of $8.50. Oh, oh right. Yeah, He's coming out with the big yeah. ones, isn't he? I t- we, we might need to get these because we're trying to give pundits some, some advice. You guys keep picking the wrong one. Who are they going to follow? I guess time will tell. We'll see who well, you can either follow. Well, like you, you just suss out in the first couple of weeks and see who you, who you support. If it's Brownie or Brian. Well, Brownie, you didn't have a good year last year. What I did podcast, get told though. by a St Kilda person was Ooh. that St Kilda believe that they have eight A graders in their side. Now eight. I went through their side and I don't know who whether the they're rating themselves too highly, but I only found two A graders at St Kilda um, who are genuine A graders. I think um, on the borderline, I think. Big Carlo is an A grader. Yep. And Jack Stephen. That's all I could get out of St Kilda. Who else could they be? Surely they're not saying, like, they're not talking about memory and stuff like that. Level, no. Are they? I wouldn't have thought so. I think uh, Jack Billings is a B grader. At the end of this season, will be an A grader. I've got big belief in Jack Billings. But if they're thinking that they've got eight A graders, they're on the wrong train. Um, but those two are genuine A graders. The rest need some work. You look at a guy like Seb Ross. He's that type of guy that can go to the next level. Yep. Jake's, uh, Jack Steele. But they're still a couple of years away. That's why Ross been, butchers the footy. Yeah, that's why they've been so big in the market to try to get that premium midfielder, which they just can't get at the moment. Yes, they've got a lot of salary cap space where they've got to go hard next year. But unfortunately, this year is big for them to make that final eight. Another game that's probably not going to uh, light up the world. Adelaide, Port Adelaide versus Fremantle. Adelaide Oval, Saturday afternoon, 440 uh, in the markets, we've got Port Adelaide at dollar twenty nine, very well backed. Eighty percent of the cash brownie has been on Port Adelaide. We've hardly taken a cent on Frio. Do you reckon the punters have got that one right? Yeah, they have. But expect Frio to be a lot better than what they did last year. Missing the Hill brothers in round one, and you throw in Harley Bunnell when he gets back from exile. I think they'll be a pretty good side again, Frio. But uh, this game for me, Port Adelaide comfortably. Yeah, very easy game for me to pick. Yep. You, you look at Port Adelaide. Keep it. Keep an eye on Tom Rockcliffe. I wouldn't be putting money on him too much, but he is a high possession getter. He's at $2 plus at the moment for 30 plus disposals. So he is a bull magnet. Keep an eye on him. Just to see, it's very hard when you've got a guy that's coming into a new football club to fit into their systems and just find their feet. You'd probably be a little bit more selfless in the way you play. But keep an eye on him in the next couple of weeks to see if he plays that role that he did in Brisbane because that could be value bets is that 30 plus. Gold Coast North. Now, Brandy, I've heard you talking about it all week. You, you love Gold Coast at $1.90 here, don't you? Yeah, best bet of the week for me. Gold Coast, uh, just head-to-head, or I think they'll beat North Melbourne. They'll beat them comfortably. I'll worry about North Melbourne this year. But Gold Coast, under Stuart Jew, I liked what I saw in the preseason. They only had seven goals kicked against them in two JLT games. Granted, one of those bucketed down. It was like a cyclone against Brisbane. <laughs> but they kept Geelong to three goals, which is a damn good effort. So they're defensively minded. I watched the replay of their game and I see red jumpers sitting up 
sitting up in the right positions. I didn't see that last year. I, I saw players running anywhere, but I saw genuine um, deployment of defenders in the right positions, uh, and that was just from watching TV. And I think uh, Gold Coast are going to be a lot better than what people think, better the round for me, round one. I think it'll be a lot better without Gary Ablett. Exactly. Wow. You look at the way that Abba plays, it's probably been a little bit selfish over these period of time at the Gold Coast. A little. Now there's going to be a lot more better balance in that midfield where it's just not about one person. Step up. And it's an even spread as well. You can't just be relying on one midfielder, two midfielders. You've got to have a fair balance. And that's what I think is required by them. And that's what Stuart Jew's going to bring into this side. You look up there. Yes, it is at this time of the year, beautiful weather. You're up on the Gold Coast in a night game, very tough. The ball can be slippery. Dewey. so can be a little bit dewy. Pardon the pun, which dewy. Um, <laughs> but you look at the Gold Coast, they're $1.90. Do you look at the margin? Um, I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. So you've got the market there, which is a dollar one hundred and sixty. Well, that, that's low. 160 is on the low. That's as That is the low. So do you look at I just above that? want to remind sure. you the game is in Cairns, though. It is. Yeah, that's what I'm What's saying. Even, it, I thought you said Gold Coast. Oh, it's, it is up in the Queensland part of uh, the, the state. Because they, <laughs> <laughs> they, they are because of the Commonwealth uh, Games. that, that Games. further pumps up your story. That, you yeah, know, it's slippery. Or, it is slippery. It's not going to be high score. Cairns is not a good place of the world. Good for footy trips. I think it's a good very place. popular. Yeah. If you go, if you can get uh, twenty blokes up at Gilligan's, you're in for an absolute cracking weekend. But you just good luck sweat getting the whole time. good luck getting twenty guys in at Gilligan's. Yeah. So if you got to go in small groups, maybe two yeah. or three every now and then. Spot mm. on. So if you are looking up to there, Gilligan's after the match. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think Gold Coast at a dollar ninety. That is money for old rope, I reckon. There. I nearly uh, got my head bashed in up there one night on, yeah. on a footy trip. Andy Cracker had to get me out of trouble. <laughs> what, what, you, what were you doing? Well, well, I was just off, being a drunken idiot, and I thought drinking responsibly. Yeah. So well, though, Brownie. That's um, and uh, these four guys were going to absolutely. I was on my own, and Andy Ooh. Cracker came out of nowhere and just stood in front of me. And he goes, "Any of you guys want to go?" And uh, and they all backed down. I don't know why they didn't back down for me. Oh, I said, no, 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 "Any of you guys want to go?" I think Andy Cracker's turn was. Uh, which one of you four wants to end up in hospital? And they all backed off. I was like, "Yeah, my man, Crack, <sighs> Crack Daddy." Hey, Do you still speak to him? Yes. You do? That's yeah, nice. Occasionally. Right. Hey, cracking game after that. I think this is going to be the one. It's on free to wear Hawthorne at Collingwood. Now, Hawthorne always go all right against Collingwood, but you've got to think against what Brian was saying. They're not They're not in the great. They're going to struggle. A lot of changes. They've lost a lot of games out of that side. Do they? Uh, how, where do you see this one going? Hawks win this game. I think they'll start the season off well. I like their form in the preseason. The Hawks at the line, which is uh, one and a half, so it's negligible. negligible. And I think... Jaeger O'Meara, 30-plus in his first game for Hawthorne, not his first game for Hawthorne, but his first game of the year, fit, fresh and firing. If you put those two together, same game multi, Hawks at the line into O'Meara, 30-plus, you're getting $9.25. So value there. Or if you just want to take Hawthorne at the line, that's a good one. Yeah, for me, it's it's the unknown still with these two sides. Collingwood, uh, their preseason hasn't been great, but they've got a powerful midfield at that side. Same with Hawthorne. They played okay in patches in the uh, in the preseason games against uh, the Bulldogs. They were they were very uh, lazy, I guess, in that last quarter and let uh, let the Bulldogs win that game. So, for me, I'm not too excited any other market. I'll be just going for the line there, which with no great confidence, I'll yep. still be sticking with the uh, the Hawks the here. Hawks. With a dollar eighty three, still reasonably juicy. I would have thought. 
Now, Brian. Yes. You uh, you used to have a set. Well, not a set. You used to help thousands and thousands of people around the country with Brian's yeah, bargains. Yeah, just you go those around. Tight guys that don't get paid as much as they brandy when went to Richmond. You Some wouldn't guys, know what you wouldn't know what. You wouldn't even need to know what a bargain no. is, Brownie. They don't have bargains around Paran or sort of two. I used to steal a lot. Of, I used to steal other kids' lunches when I was at high school. Oh, I used to go through. I used to rummage through <laughs> bet bags. Golden Square at Catholic <laughs> College Bendigo. Um, if I forgot my lunch, I would steal pilfer just anything I could find. Were you a bully as a kid? I wasn't big enough to be a bully, I wouldn't have thought. There was, that, there was, not with that hair. There was bullies in my class. I was, I was more the, the kid that everyone liked. Oh, have you the, seen what the, Brownie's the, hair was? I school? do remember that, the long, <laughs> blonde, flowing hair, had the ponytail. Oh. I've seen photos of him back in the under-18s days. Very, very sexy. Wish you'd have the hair back now, wouldn't you? Would you? Really would you, like you, yeah, like, you could you do I mean, it? You wouldn't be able to do it. It's probably not days. thick enough these days. <laughs> no, you know, no. <laughs> double up on the finasteride pills to get it thick. You know, <laughs> but he, he sort of he, he was before his time with the fashion. You yeah. look at it now. The, the man bun would have been perfect. I would have had the man bun in oh, these days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With the headband, but as I don't well. like the man bun these days. I don't like it. But I reckon no. I would have had it if I was in yeah, these days. Your hair, that hair was too long for a man bun as it is. You always had to go the plait with that. Dyson Heppel needs a haircut. Yeah. Especially yeah. so the dreadlocks. They're, they're you look back one day and go, and they yeah, smell. I'm not a surfer. Mm. Um, I'm, not on the, I'm not on the pro tour, so I probably should. Especially when they're fake. They're fake. Uh, anyway, we can talk about your yes. fantastic hairstyles for, for hours, Brandy. There's been that many of them. But Brian, your bargains. Now, yeah. we, we, we need to put a punting spin on it. There's no, we don't need to. I mean, unless you've got some of, you know, some two-for-one barbecue shapes on at your Caroline Springs. What is your bargain of the, of the betting round? For me... I look at a game where a side is playing at their home ground. Round one, do we know what they're going to deliver? I'm not too sure. But I look at West Coast playing Sydney. Sydney, they're a good side, let's be honest, but they've lost two key ruckmen in Tippett retiring and then Naismith going down with a knee. So there's a little bit of uncertainty of how they're going to be going around in the midfield. So I look at home, West Coast Eagles, one to 39 points at $3.50. I think that is reasonably juicy. Round one to have a side that's coming to a uh, the West Coast over at the uh, Subiaco, the new ground, sorry, at uh, what they call it, the Craig Pot at the moment. Yep. $3.50 for one to 39. I think that is reasonably juicy. Well, there we go. About five weeks ago, I looked at this game and I, I agree with Brian. I think West Coast. Uh, it's value, definitely value. Mm. And I looked at this game and I thought, gee, West Coast are a big chance round one at home. It was the first time they play at the yeah. stadium. But then I saw their performance in the JLT and I, I just got a little bit worried and I saw how sharp Sydney was. Sydney haven't been this sharp in a long time, but I did mm. think that way five weeks ago. And I'm not going to go against you. I think I'm going to tip Sydney, so we might as well do yeah, this yeah, game. Yeah, let's just let's do this one. Yeah, I'm going to tip yeah, Sydney, segway, like, but that. that's why it's a bargain. I mean, if it, was it. A, if it was a bargain, if it wasn't a bargain, there'd be a dollar, you know, 40 like that's Sydney it. are. So I think Sydney... For me, um, and I think my bet of this game is Jake Lloyd. Now, he's a player that runs around with no opponent at any time in any AFL match, and he racks them up. He racks them up better than Cuzzy used to at the West Coast Eagles. (laughs) 30 plus plus disposals, um, $4.20. $4.20 He did it seven times last year, and 29 possessions are three or four times. Average 26. So I think... 30-plus disposals, fresh, fit, firing round one, Jake Lloyd, $4.20. There you go. Well, you've, we, you've, we weren't asking for a bargain from you, though. 
Just keep that in mind for next week. It's Brian's bargain. It's not Brownie's bargain. It's not a bargain. I just went into that I, game. I, I right. just did jump into you your just rant. Thunder, did I? I didn't I've jump into your rant. It's totally thunder. Done a little bit. Uh, anyway, but, um, but if you want to, if you just want to combine that, so you can go with my one to thirty nine. It's three dollars fifty. Then yep. if you put Jake Lloyd in, it's four twenty. Same game multi. Put in the same game multi. We'll give you the value of twenty two seventy five. Oh, there we go. That there we go. Is a Brian's bargain. There we go. We just go for maybe five bucks each. We can just put it in together. A ten dollar bet. We're gambling responsibly. And listen here, dipshit. Oh, I've done a lot go. of TV my time. Oh, so when somebody oh, talks about something, the rundown can change and then you just roll with other things. I understand it can change, things. but yeah. it's called Brian's bargain. It's not yeah. Brownie's bargain. You can have but your own standard. Standard. He's, He's getting second. nervous now. And He's I got you 22 off. bucks on the back of me interrupting. <laughs> Dickhead. Just learn. Settle it. You're a pig, mate. Uh, <laughs> hey, I've been reminded. Yes. The, we've got 24 up now. Brian, do you know what 24 up is? I do. I do you know what? You would definitely know what 24 yeah. up is. It's not bad. So what happens mm-hmm. is, so because some people listening might not know what it is, 24 up. If your side gets up by 24 points at any stage, we just pay it out, Brownie. We yep. just pay them out then because – and it can happen early in quarters, can't it? A side gets mm-hmm. away, kicks four goals, five goals early, and then end up bottling and losing. If you would sports bet, it doesn't matter. You get paid out straight away, which I, I don't mind this in GWS Western Bulldogs as yeah. well. They can sometimes – you can get some – with des- definitely with GWS coming out to a dollar forty five. That's pretty short against the Doggies, $2.75, Sunday afternoon at one ten. It is. I'll go head to head. I think GWS will win this game. So the dollar forty-five. Don't know where the dogs are going to be this year. I think they're going to be around the mark of the eight. Total points over one seventy-five. I did see the dogs play against Hawthorne. They kicked seven goals in the first quarter, and it was open. It was flowing end to end. So they look like they're trying to score more. Um, so over one seventy-five and a half because I think GWS will score heavily. Total points again. I'm big on the total points in the early rounds. Over one seventy-five. Throw it into your multis. Bang. Both very fast-moving sides that want to get the ball going quickly. Yes, we lose Shane Mumford, but I'm not too concerned about GWS. They're eight dollars. They're one of my bets for the uh, for the. Uh, their premiership this year. I think they're prime. They've been in two prelims this year where they've been close. You're putting yourself in that position. Your luck's going to turn. And unfortunately, they haven't had the luck the last couple of years, but I think this year is going to be their year. For me, as I said, they're fast-moving sides. They want to move the ball quick. I don't mind. I've had a couple of bets on this before about when the first goal is going to be kicked. So I reckon this side, I reckon this game, the ball is going to be flying around. And I reckon the the first goal of the game is going to be scored within the first minute, which is paying $6.50. Six bucks. That's yes. the inside. I don't mind. Just throw, you throw those into your multi. You might put that in and then into GWS to win, add some more value. Ooh. Just changes you a little bit up as well. Just makes it interesting. Jeez, it's nerve-wracking, I must admit, for the first <laughs> minute. Like, just get a free kick or something. But I don't mind those little bets every day. I must admit, every... Big bet we see come in that gets paid out has something like that mm. thrown in, uh, whether they score in the first minute or one to second minute or second to third minute because you get good odds for them. That is the insight. That's the reason that listeners are tuning in to Brian, Brownie and Hummer at, uh, I think that's <laughs> no, a We, we need, a, need name. a name. We, we do need, need a name. name. So please feel free to suggest some names. Get You can hit us up on sportsbet.com.au on Twitter. It's probably the easiest way because we do need a name. Melbourne, July. Three, three flags between us. Yeah, yeah that's it. One and one, and yeah. one on me. That's yeah. right. <laughs> So we've got a third of a normie each. How many All-Australians? You had two. Yeah. Very, two well, very stiff two not to yeah. get four. Oh, tell the story. I don't know where you finished in the best and fairest, but I, I swear it was rigged at the dogs. Two All-Australian years, I finished fifth in the best and fairest, and then my second one, I finished seventh. Yeah, but Work that out. Oregon, they rigged the best and fairest. You know why? Because I top three, uh, for yeah, instance, bonuses. and then top six. <laughs> so it's amazing. I finished seventh by about two or three votes. I missed out in the cash. Do you get, best do you get bonuses? If yeah, you're... back then, best and fairest, all Australian. I think I had a clause in my contract was all oh. Australian, you get a bonus of 30. Mm-hmm. And I think 
top if you win the best and fairest, it's about fifty, and then it goes down as you. So it's it's lucrative at yeah, the end of the year. And yeah. I reckon they sit there and go, "Well, we probably need to hit this budget here. We might take Brownie's best off ground there. We might take mm. Brian's off there. We're just getting down to third, so he doesn't quite get that bonus." I didn't know that. So when you see him, if they're you know, they seem smiling when they've just come runner up. They've just they've lost it in the last game. They're they're clapping another player. They're deep down, they're dirty. Exactly. They're you've just you've just lost fifty k. There was a story with uh, a guy that won a Brownlow that we may have. Played with Chris Grant. Um, <laughs> no, not unfortunately him. Oh. But there's oh. a, a, another ginger guy that uh, won a Brownlow at uh, Coondog. Cooney. Uh, may have had that incentive if he won the Brownlow that he would have increased his salary by a certain amount. So you take that away from the uh, the club that they can't manoeuvre. And oh, fair to yeah. say, it was a reasonable increase, and the club wasn't too impressed with it. I thought, oh yeah, we'll sign this off when he uh, signed his new contract. But bang, wins a brand low, oh, and his salary doggy. just skyrocketed. They would have just. You can't tell to get me. Us. Chris Grant won the nineteen ninety six best and fairest at the Bulldogs when every other club wanted him to play yeah. for them. Port Adelaide were huge into him, and somehow just miraculously drew with Jose Ramiro, who was that <laughs> far ahead of everybody <laughs> else. You you wouldn't believe it. Uh, yeah, Melbourne Geelong, interesting betting line this because we've got them at a dollar ninety. We cannot split them. We've taken a lot more money on the cats, at, which I think is a, a good bet at a dollar ninety. Do you uh, bullish on the D's? Bullish on the D's, yeah. and I'm bullish on the total points of 180 and a half over. in this game. Over, over, over. You love the overs early, Melbourne. You know what? I come from a different train of thought when everybody's talking about how soft they were, not wanting to go into the SOG camps and. Oh, SOG camps, they horrendous. absolutely are horrendous. It's the way they went about it, Brownie. But what I will say, everybody's wanting Melbourne to stand for something. Everybody's wanting their football club and their players to stand for something. They're wishy-washy, they're soft. These players knew that if they said they didn't want to go to this, they were going to be absolutely given a clip. And they stood together and they said, no, nah, we're not going to do it. And I believe that doing that together, they've actually oh. stood for something. They've actually stood for something together, which makes them better. I like the fact that they said no. First of all, when I first heard, I thought, geez, that's soft. But then when you think about it, they had to stand for something. That's what we've been asking Melbourne people to do. That's what they've done. Wow, we. So they didn't stand. Only 14 of them went. So you, you'd you be, I reckon, one of the only person. And you make a good point, but it's everyone else thinks the other way, don't they? they the way they went about it, going to the AFLPA rather than just going up to, it, to, to Goodwin and himself. And that's what they've done now is they've invested into their training program. So they've got ownership on it. And that's this day and age. You've got to, you can't tell guys just to go do this, to go do that. You've got to make sure they're invested in what they're doing because then they've got a passion for mm, it. And so now smart. they've taken a lot of responsibility on because if things go pear-shaped this year, they're in a lot of strife. Go to the AFLPA. That's smart. Very smart Wish thinking. Wish we had that back in when we had the SOG camp in early days when Peter Wright. What are they? For, for those at home that don't it's, know, it's I, don't, I don't know what it is. It's it push-ups on your course? knuckles. You, you have a little bivvy. I'm not sure if you know what a bivvy is, but it's just a sheet of paper that goes over you at night. Mm. Three in the morning, we're out in the Grampians, and one of the SOG boys, shotgun, right next to our heads in the morning. And then yeah. just sit at three in the morning. He goes, everybody up. And everybody had to do 300 push-ups at 3 in the morning. Yeah. It was pissing down rain. And then after that, it was just back into bed. Oh, that would yeah, be shit like that. Where is that the last time? You you wouldn't have braved a day out in the elements since then either, would you? Not many, no. No. Anything under five stars the last five years? Yeah, there has been. Oh, yeah. when? Uh, I went down to a <laughs> caravan park last year for oh. New Year's. Hang on. Why? Yeah. What were we doing there? Ooh, Got was, lost. <laughs> it, was the, it was the last cabin we could find for New Year's, but it was uh, it was good. 
Hey, yeah. um, well, that wraps up all of the games. We've covered them all because Brownie just decided to go West Coast Sydney and just chuck it right in the middle, even though it's the last game of the round. But our best bets of the round, we're going to start with you, Brownie. What is your absolute best bet? We're going to go best bet and we're going to go multi. Now, these are the ones, pick carefully, because these are the ones that are going to go up on Twitter. They're going to go on the website. We're going to be held very, very accountable with these bets. Well, my best bet for the round, I think Gold Coast um, to win their game against North Melbourne. I think they're a dollar dollar ninety each of two at the moment. I think they will win that game. Um, and what I also do like is my tip for the Bombers um, against Adelaide Essendon. Total points over one hundred ninety seven. Zach Merritt to get a dollar sixty seven thirty disposals nine dollars seventy five. But also, if you'd like to multi some of the total points that I've mentioned, so total points in the Essendon game, total points in the St Kilda game, total points in the Melbourne and GWS games, I think they, uh, if you multi all them, you might get a good price. Bang, there you go, some certain value. Wouldn't that just be a nice little start to the, to the footy round? Just a little just 20 to, bucks on that. Just, just to build your kitty up the and then you can play and, around with a little bit. Take the dial out for a nice breakfast Sunday morning. <laughs> it's all Sunday. It might have to be Sunday afternoon. Gary Ablett, 30-plus disposal in that Melbourne Geelong game too, 225. You won't see that in round two. Uh, just on that, is there any concerns with the three of them, three absolute A-plus, all, all vying for, for FaceTime? No, I reckon Dangerfield will spend a little bit more time forward. forward. I think Gary Ablett will steer forward. I reckon Dangerfield and Ablett might rotate forward out of that goal square. Um, Dangerfield could win the uh, Coleman medal if he wow. spends enough time down well, there. Let me just, while we and, get Brown, Brian, do you want to do your... Do well, your, and that's your the thing with that one as well. You've just got to be careful on how his hamstring comes up in this first couple of, couple of weeks of the season, the first month. That's probably where he'll play a little bit more forward. For me, we spoke about it before with West Coast Eagles. I, I still think I, I don't mind them at one to thirty nine at three dollars fifty. If you wanted to put Jake Lloyd in there just to get that value of twenty two dollars, but for me, my multi of the week, I look at round one. So round one, let's just uh, let's talk about the first game starting off Thursday night. I'm going to go Richmond. Richmond forty plus to win that game easy. Dusty to kick the first goal. The yep. AFL, the whole 2018 is about Dusty. So let's round one, he's going to start off the season like with the first goal of the game. And with that, he's going to have 30-plus. So with that, put those three into a multi, you'll get 40 to one. Bang. There like you go. It. 50 bucks on that. Yes. What's that? Two grand. Two, Two grand? thousand dollars. Well, that would be a very nice start. But I'm as, going to... As you know, though, gamble responsibly. Of course. I'm going to go, I like Adelaide, Essendon, Overs, $1.97. I'm going to go Hawthorne to beat Collingwood at $1.83. And Gold Coast at a dollar ninety will get me six dollars sixty. So we're putting fifty dollars each, uh, each week. So I'll, if if mine gets up, I'll be a well behind you guys because you went a bit more uh, juicy there. Now, Brian, story time or is it brand? We've got. Oh, well, I, I wouldn't mind. Let's talk about round one. We'll go back in history, probably round one, two thousand and six, when the Bulldogs played Richmond. <laughs> round one of that season, Nathan Brown was playing for Richmond. Brian Harris was playing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he only had a quiet Harris. game. Five kicks, eight handballs, so 13 touches. Kept weird Richo. to change your name, I would have thought. <laughs> Kept Richo goalless. Nathan Brown, he had an okay game. He had 12 kicks, six handballs, but he was probably more of a forward. Didn't really hurt the scoreboard. Kicked two points. Um, dogs Must be up- said, this is my first game back after a broken leg. No, oh, I don't care. Well, you probably should have sat a little yeah. bit more deep before and put some more <laughs> on the board. Dogs, we end up winning by 115 oh. points. And I think from memory, Ryan Griffin came out and said that maybe Richmond gave up after that game, around sort of the third quarter, that he just felt that they gave up. Copped a lot of backlash yeah. for that. How were the crowd getting into you that day? What a great night <laughs> for me. Uh, deep forward, my leg was throbbing. Um, Brian 
Jumper punched me a couple of times, rubbed my head into the ground in the goal square. Got a free kick for it. I don't know how he got a free kick for it, but I got up laughing. And, holding uh, the ball. Umpire said, holding the ball. I said, you didn't see those four jumper punches well, you just so put on my chin? A few, a few just right yeah, to the Yeah, and then the I smush. just thought he was a little bit hungry, so I inserted some uh, grass into his mouth. <laughs> yeah. You can see that on YouTube as well, so if you uh, YouTube and, that, you'll um, find it. It was a bad knock. It was a bad knock. It's probably the beginning of the end of my, my, my time <laughs> in AFL that night. Oh, well done, Brian. There, there we go. Thank so you. jump on YouTube to see Brian just uh, smashing in little brownies, little uh, very pretty face. Now, on that note, boys, we're going to say goodbye. Thank you for joining us. Same time, same place next week. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Good luck on the punt. And we need a name. We need yeah, a name. we do need a name. So Please send that in. Tweet us. But most importantly, gamble responsibly.